guys it's kiki and i'm so excited to review season six part two of ohm's ready to love reunion let's get this shit over with <laughs> we pick up where we left off with precious versus shirley and child a plot to catch common with todd <laughs> But basically, um, Sabrina jumps in and she said that Carmen called her and said, listen, we have two solid couples with Clifton and Joy and Shirley and Ace. And with them picking each other, it's going to block other people from making it to the end. So that was Carmen's plot to break up those two couples by voting out Shirley. Um, Carmen denies it. She says she's got receipts. She never pulled out the receipts. Carmen, girl, when you say you got receipts, pull out your binder like Monique, like no Carmen starts by saying that Precious called her and she's like no I didn't Carmen's like oh you totally called me at 9am Precious is like I did not call you back and forth back and forth Ace is finally asked to speak on the situation and she says what she told Shirley what Precious said did not come from a negative place Precious wasn't talking about a plot or anything like that they were just chopping it up as two women and she was letting Ace know, hey, this is what Carmen is doing. So Carmen still denies it. Nobody really believes her. Tommy is like, you know, all this game of telephone, the back and forth. Y'all were not here for love. Like, how old are y'all? Like, y'all should have came here and found the person you're supposed to be with. Joy and her desperate ass. I found my man. We know, Joy. We know. You and everybody else has found your man. Um, moving on. But yeah, Tommy's like, y'all should have just been here for love and not all these games. And I agree, like, all the extra shit that goes on in the background, I'ma say it till I turn blue in the face. Put these bitches on a resort. <laughs> Take away their phones. We got a ball game. Next, we talk about the hot guy of the cast, Demetrius. Demetrius, baby, I was shocked when Tommy mentioned you as well I, I you weren't that guy for me but whatever we get a little package on Demetrius Tommy asks him how many suits he has Demetrius says over 200 I won't deny that he is a very well dressed man I love a suit that is tailored to a man that fits a man a good cut Demetrius that's all you got going for you is your suit um Tommy asked some of the ladies how they felt about his player energy Demetrius says he felt like he never had player energy he was just flying confident with no damn effort um tina was one of the main ones calling him a player and she says like she felt he she misjudged him but it was when she came on the cast she kept hearing how fly he was but she didn't know anything about him personally tommy asked sabrina why she liked demetrius she said that he was smooth and confident y'all ain't shit for panning the tory <laughs> in that wonky wandering eye um, but Demetrius says with Sabrina, he was up front from the beginning and after the show ended, he still tried to reconnect with her, but she just wanted to be friends. And now he is out here dating, trying to find his lady. Demetrius, please. Like all, everybody was on Demetrius's dick because every season on this cast, if you are chocolate with a beard, the ladies are on you. You guys remember, what was his name? AJ from that other season with Liz um you know it was giving broke boy energy but he had the beard and he was chocolate so all the ladies were on his dick but Demetrius you had no game like you just much like Laverne you just expected the women to come up to you and fawn all over you and when they weren't giving you that energy after the fact he even mentioned that he was you know 
he kept telling Tina and even Carmen that Sabrina was in his top. And I'm just like, Carmen was after everybody, like a damn bloodhound. <laughs> well, her slack jaw. But anyway, let's move on. Next, we have a segment about P.O. Paul. I still can't believe Paul made it to the very end. Like, the bar was so low, it was in motherfucking hell. But um, we play Paul's package. We see a scene of him telling Precious that if she can't handle a real man, then he's not for her. Tommy is like, okay, what was all of that about? And he was like, yeah, I apologize, Precious, if I hurt your feelings. Like, I'm looking at that clip and I look like a jerk and an asshole. Facts. Um, Tommy asked Paul, you know, what was the confusion with Carmen at the brunch? You know, did you say that you weren't attracted to Takia? He is like, no, I didn't really say that. Carmen was like, yes, you did. We did have that conversation. She was hurt about Paul calling her out at the brunch. So she decided to throw a grenade because she's fucking petty. But, um, Tommy asked Takia, you know, how do you feel about that? And she was just like, she just feels like, Paul was singing her praises and that Carmen felt some way because it wasn't returned to her. Now, Tommy, once again, does ask Paul if he actually said that he wasn't attracted to the key. And he was like, no, I actually didn't say that. Like, it's I guess people took what I didn't say as what I did say. Paul, you are 98 years old. You are too grown for the, the fucking subtle hints. You said that shit. And I do believe Carmen when you said you weren't attracted to Zakia. You thought you were that nigga and you really weren't. Precious, I'm still side-eyeing you because you said that he was the greatest connection you had. Precious, you also said that <laughs> Demetrius was the man of your dreams. We gonna get into that. Um, but Dakia said she wasn't surprised that they didn't end up together. They're good as friends. She felt the same way. It's just that Paul got to say it first. Boom, that's exactly what I said on the last review of the ep- the season. I was like... Paul just wanted to dump her first before she had the chance to dump him. Um, Dakia says she doesn't care because she's happy and she got a man. She got a boyfriend and he is her person. Paul says he's got a dime shorty. <sighs> nothing. Nothing for me. <laughs> Next we has <laughs> we has. Next we have Tina's segment. How Tina came in, you know, as one of the late entries and we get her video package. Um, Tommy wants to know why she ghosted the experiment, why she ghosted the process. She said that the process took a toll on her and she had to do what was best for her. Okay, Tina. Um, Tommy asked Paul how he felt about it. Paul says that he understood, but he was hurt that she left. She says that Paul is lying. Tina says... Tina Christina says that Paul wanted her to self-eliminate the moment she got there and she wasn't ready to do that. Um, And she said that Paul exposed himself while calling someone else on the cast on a three-way and admitted that he was just here to sell a book. Now, Paul is like, girl, you crazy. I don't write. I'm not a writer. I'm a music producer. Y'all, when the fuck did we find out that P.O. was a music producer? Did, did, Did we know that? Paul's talking about Tina Christina's lying and that she's crazy um (laughs) he's like take the pill take the pill you're crazy ciao um tina said that paul was mad that she brought demetrius to meet her ex paul was like you was calling my name four times you called demetrius me four times and demetrius like yeah she was calling me your name tina christina said she did do that but she apologized and that demetrius should have said something in the moment tommy asked Donovan his opinion and Donovan is like no no I have no opinion on this I don't think I can add anything to the conversation 
he has his arms surrounded around his mom i mean his girlfriend carmen and basically donovan just says that you know after tina didn't show up to the retreat that was it for him tina says that she knew she was leaving when she came to the getaway which explains a lot it also explains why she said that producers made her wait they wanted a storyline to play out and just not have tina go so yeah tina girl i don't really know what's going on with you but you know continue doing you baby this process was not for you sis not at all um she offers tommy an apology because he still seems butthurt that she ghosted him but he was like you did yourself a disservice and she's like listen i had to put myself first periana moving on next we have <laughs> precious's segment baby uh, we get Precious's segment in her video package and Tommy wants to address Precious saying that Demetrius was spreading a false narrative about her always wanting to be in the club. She says that she had one bad date with Demetrius. They had zero phone conversations. He didn't know her character and he provided an ill depiction to everybody else on the cast, mainly the men about her. Okay. Um, Demetrius is like, no, not really. Like, I didn't say that I didn't like that you wanted to be social or you wanted to be in the club I just said that it wasn't for me and he wasn't the only person he said that the other guy said it mind you nobody on the couch is saying that they said that nobody else is agreeing I guess because Precious was on Demetrius's ass not Paul not Tori not Wiley nobody was agreeing to that Demetrius so and I really hate that we sidestep the fact that Paul was supposed to have mm, well let me see Precious thought that Paul was supposed to have her back and he tossed her to the wayside. Precious, you need to be directing that energy to Paul as well. But anyway, uh, Demetrius and Precious get into this argument about her saying that she wanted to be social. She meant that she wanted to be social with her man. She wanted to network. It didn't necessarily mean that she wanted to be in the club. Demetrius, you know, I, I get why Precious is mad, but I also feel like part of it is dis misdirected anger towards Demetrius but yes I think Demetrius is a little bit of a misogynist I think he wants things a certain way he could have just left well enough alone but I do feel like and we know how these men go in these conversations just like Donovan felt the need to tell Demetrius that Sabrina was kissing on him we know how men talk so Demetrius I don't buy that you were just like oh she's not for me and left it at that I don't believe you sir Side note, did y'all peep when they played that clip of Clifton and Precious and him trying to touch her booty? Okay, I would have loved a close-up on the clown's face, but we didn't. they didn't pan to her. But um, Demetrius is getting very upset. No, first of all, Precious is on level motherfucking 10, okay? And I understand why she feels that way. I do think she was doing a little bit too much, but Precious feels like she was played. I'll just reiterate again, girl, it wasn't just Demetrius. It was all the niggas on that stage who was trying to play you. We didn't even address Tori using you to get back at Sabrina, okay? Like, it was a lot of blame to go around, not just Demetrius. But, God damn it, if I did not enjoy her getting into his ass, okay? Demetrius like, why are you trying to play yourself as some victim? She's like, because you assassinated my character, period. Like, I'm, I'm feeling some type of way. So, fuck you. Now, Tommy's like, precious language. Now, Tommy, you and your five foot two head ass, where was the language barrier when Chef Eric was cursing Dakia's? He was cursing her out in his apology and talking about he was getting pissed and being. 
So, Tommy, I'm going to need you to keep that same motherfucking energy when the men are cursing the women. But when the women clap back, oh, it's, oh, watch the language. Oh, calm down. Tommy, get the fuck out of here. You kidding me? Um, Demetrius, who isn't for the back and forth, you know, he's like, listen, are you high? Are you drunk? Precious. <laughs> Baby, when Demetrius said, are you high? Precious shot back. No, I'm not, bitch. <laughs> Precious storms off. Okay, she goes off stage. She gets her makeup bag. Tina Christina's like, you guys, the energy, the energy. Tina, stay in your little bubble, girl, and mind your business. But Precious runs off, gets her makeup bag. The girls are trying to stop her backstage. And Miss Mamas, Miss Mamas drives off in her G-Wagon and she's gone. Precious, I actually feel bad for you because I think the men played you, not just Demetrius. Um and maybe she didn't get a favorable edit like I can't like she was going after all the wrong men and she was very assertive but I also feel like this was a group of ancient men so I can't really put all the blame on precious but yeah that's a wrap on precious girl you didn't need to be on the show next next we address Dakia Clifton and Joy in the love triangle we get a good package of all of these dates that Clifton and Takiya went on, all the flirtatious banter, honey, all of Clifton saying, you know, no one really belongs to one another, honey, and that, you know, everybody's free, okay? And then we get the possessive side of Joy clamping down on Clifton from day one saying that he's her man. So when the video package is over, Joy bursts out laughing, <laughs> good edit. And everyone's just like, okay. Joy, baby, your slip is showing. Your slip is showing. It's called delusion. Basically, Dakey explains that she saw from the jump that Clifton and Joy had a connection. She just told him prior to the retreat, tell me about your decision before I have to hear it in the streets. Clifton feels like it was apparent from day one, and especially at Truth or Dare, when Joy came over and kissed him, he felt like he didn't owe her an explanation. Clifton, you're a fuck nigga. You are a 50-year-old fuck nigga if I have ever seen one. Because you surely bought the key to meet your brother or your friend or whoever the fuck that was. And you were joking about drinking out her pussy. And then when Joy left, you were making all the sexual jokes. You came and met Dakia's ex and you was... So... If it was Joy from day one, why were you entertaining Dakia? Why were you going on never-before-seen ballet dates? And Clifton was like, well, yeah, we went on dates and we were flirting, but I never said that we had endgame. You know, I never said that we had a happily ever after or a yellow brick road. And Dakia's like, my nigga, we were talking every day. We definitely talked about beyond the show and our future. But because Joy is there and she's getting upset, Clifton wants to act like he has motherfucking amnesia. Joy, baby, wake up and smell the motherfucking Folgers, bitch. You're a motherfucking clown. You're a weak-ass hoe. Hating-ass bitch. But anyway, Joy speaks up and she is like, Dakey only had a connection with Clifton in her mind and I'm she needed to move on. Joy, like Tommy said, Joy, like... If part of it was like, Joy, baby, you're delusional. We just played an entire video package of Clifton and Dakey being together just because you decided that you wanted your big ugly on day one and you didn't want to interact with other people does not mean that Clifton did and I I don't understand how digmatized you have to be to see that you thirsty no talent having can't sing flat and a key bitch (laughs) 
Joy is just a motherfucking clown. And Takia was getting emotional towards the end because Joy was being so nasty and so rude to her. And Clifton was acting like, first of all, Clifton, why are you busting out this tuxedo? Like, can you not put some motherfucking skims on and squeeze your big ass into your, like, why are you busting out? Anyway, Takia, baby, you won in real life. Okay, you're a classier woman than I would ever be because the way I would have jumped across that stage to beat both of their asses, you're a better woman than me. And Dakia, like I said, the epitome of class, grace, and I believe everything she said about Clifton. Joy, good luck, sis. Good luck. Good luck. He's your problem now. You're welcome. For some reason, we have a segment dedicated to Wiley, I guess because Precious left and that left a hole, a huge hole. <laughs> Wiley, Wiley, Wiley. Um, Wiley gets a video package about him being the youngest one and him getting eliminated. Tommy asked him how he feels. He says he felt dismissed a lot due to his age, but a lot of ladies didn't see that he has substance and there was more to him than just being like 31, 32. Kina says that it was nothing against Wiley. She just wanted to date with intention and she normally dates older men. Wiley then gets upset because he says that Kina watches all of his IG stories. Wiley, baby, I mean, I be watching IG stories, but I just be clicking. Like, I'm not obsessed with everybody's IG stories that I watch, Wiley. I think think Kina just be clicking, Wiley. Baby, Keena was pissed that Wiley was trying to come for her. She was like, oh, don't worry. I won't be checking for you after this. I could see Keena going to the back and getting her phone and unfollowing him. Which, Keena, you probably was being thirsty or you were just watching him to see, you know, get some tea on what was going on in the show since you went home first. Wiley, it's okay. Um, Tommy asked Wiley if he's ready to settle down. He says, yes, he wants to build a family. Wiley... <sighs> Wiley's like a lot of millennial men my age who want to settle down and build a family but still want to be in these streets or either want to settle down and have a family and cannot give a concrete reason as to why. Yeah, we find out that Wiley and Tiffany um, went on a date. Tommy asked if, you know, she can put her eggs in Wiley's basket and she's like, yeah, she trusts him with a couple eggs. So they actually look very cute together. I thought they had chemistry when they were on the show together. So I would love to see where Tiffany and Wiley go. Like, she already has a son, I believe. So, y'all know Wiley is a coach. So, okay, I can see that. That's so cute. But, yeah, Kina, um, throw away that rug you had slung over your shoulder like a fur stole. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Next. Finally, we have Clifton and Joy's segment. Clifton and Joy's video package about how they had a connection from day one. Yada, yada, yada. Y'all, I really could give less of a fuck about Clifton and Joy. Um, the video package comes back. Clifton says he's been in Mexico every other week since the process ended. He and Joy are planning for a baby in March. That's what Joy says. And that she has taken a break from performing. Let me get this straight. You are ready to shack up, give up your career with a thrice or twice divorced man with a four-year-old, and you want to have a baby with him. Not a marriage, not a commitment. You want to have a baby first with him. The Kia, babe, you won. You won, babe. Um, Clifton gets on one knee and proposes to Joy that she move in with him. 
yeah, that's the end of the show. I have nothing to say for Clifton and Joy. Joy, 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 joy. I just hope you get everything that you deserve, Joy. That's all I'm going to say. It's, it's not much more I can say about Joy. And I hope you heal from being so male-identified in a pick-me. Clifton, I hope you actually own a suit and tie. Um, I hope... Your children all have the same last name. Um, yeah, nothing really else I can say about that. Tommy asks everybody if they have any last words. Donovan takes this opportunity to thank Tommy because he would have never met Carmen. Donovan, suck my dick. You are such a fucking kiss ass and you're fucking corny. You and your fucking S curl. Um, Dakia thanks Tommy because she feels like although there were curveballs and twists and turns that he put together a dynamic group of people... Dakia, for the first time ever, I have to disagree with you, honey. This cast, Basura. Um, Wiley says that he's thankful because he learned a lot about himself and he's going to take that into moving forward with Tiffany or with any other woman that he pursues a relationship with. Tommy says that's it. And we end the reunion part two and we put a cap on season six. You guys, this season was downright terrible. This was a terrible ass season. It has so much promise. I thought this cast was going to be on it, but all the fucking self eliminations, it just really made me not even want to review the show anymore. It just made me want to be like, what is the point? If I had to scale this season on a scale of one to five on a five star rating, I would give it half a star, not even one whole star this was a terrible season i appreciated them bringing new people in halfway um but yeah y'all gotta do better with the casting and i know the next season takes place in miami i hope we have a while before the show comes back and yeah with that being said guys i have decided that i am not going to review the next season um i just feel like the show is just not as enjoyable anymore and the casting is terrible so why waste mine and yours time with reviewing these people who are not looking for love who are looking for clout and who are not serious about settling down okay so yeah i will not be reviewing the next season of ready to love i'll definitely be watching so make sure you guys are following me on twitter but as far as getting on here every week and reviewing each episode no sir no ma'am but I do want to thank you guys and I do appreciate you guys for hanging with me through this terrible last season um just because the show isn't enjoyable doesn't mean that I don't enjoy interacting with you guys and seeing your comments on Twitter and IG I do love that and I still love you guys so thank you guys for listening I am uh, I don't want to say it I might pick up another show I gotta see how this basketball wives new season that premieres on may 16th let me see how that goes and um maybe we could talk about it okay that's a huge maybe we gotta see because i still feel like with all these seasons nothing ever happens on this show but thank you guys for rocking with me again i can be found at k-d-a-s-h-d-i-o-r on instagram and the twitter and if you are a bookworm please follow my bookstagram it is brown sugar bookworm okay constantly putting out reviews for you guys on great books that are coming out thank you guys so so much for watching this season i will see you guys next time whenever that may be bye